내가 이렇게 죽었어? 내가 좋아? 약속할 수 있어? 나안 버린다고? critical and today this evening tonight whenever you're listening to this podcast and before i even get into that please make me last by giving listeners support to the podcast remember to pass me around to your friends now i'm going to have to do a warning now children you're unable to listen to this podcast because it's going to get a little little vulgar. Um, People who have sensitive ears. Now, if you need to send this podcast out to your friends, your perverted friends, please do so. They will love to hear this podcast. Okay. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to take it there. Family members that are listening to this podcast, cut it off, cut it off. You don't need to go any further. No, 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 no. This, this, this particular podcast this particular one i'm going to give you everything because i I, as reviewing this film or just watching the film as i first started because i wasn't going to do a podcast on this film at all but i watched it the first time well i watched it some some of the way through and i was just like oh wow this 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 is interesting it's it's making me feel a, a tingle in a special place first what i'm gonna do is i'm going to give you a non-spoiler review and then i'm gonna go into the spoilers for those who don't like subtitles because some people are like yo i like a good story but eh, i don't feel like all that reading you know or not even that the subtitles pop up too fast it's like i'm reading i have to read so much in a short amount of time and i get that however whatever it is you know what i mean now this film well i guess let me go ahead and introduce the film right so today this evening tonight we're going to be reviewing the handmaiden this came out in 2016 Let's go ahead and get into this. All right, so you have Hands Maiden. 
Now, the director for this film, you have Park Chan-wook. Now, for those pretty familiar with Park Chan-wook, I actually, one of one of his favorite movies, I would say probably top 20 favorite films, might be even a top 10. I don't know. I need to make a list of my top 10 favorite movies, but it's either top 10 or top 20, and it is Old Boy. You definitely need to see that film to kind of get a taste of what Park Chan-wook is about. I feel like that's one of his best. Um, I've also seen Sympathy for Mistress Vengeance. I might even have that movie. And also Lady Vengeance. I might have that movie too. I've seen both of those. And he directed those three films. Old Boy, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, and Lady Vengeance. He does a lot of revenge films. That's like what he's known for. This one, I guess it could be looked at as a this is a revenge film or a double cross film. I say more so double cross. I don't know if you want to tie double cross and revenge together. But the writer for this film, you have Sarah Waters, who this was inspired by inspired from the novel Fingersmith. Now I didn't read the novel. I don't know what Fingersmith is about. But the other writer is Seo Kyung Jung. Hey, Critical, as the uh, producer of this podcast um, and also this episode, I would like to do my comparisons and ratings and likes, if you will. I, I, I liked everything about this film. Um, there's not much I dislike about this film. I mean, I like the fact that it does have replay value. I really do like that. I love the, I love the sex scenes. I mean, man, I love the fact that, you know, it brings me back to lesbian porn. It just juices me up to watch lesbian porn. I love that. Uh, what else do I love about this film? I love the storyline. I love the twists. Or like, however you want to put it. Um, yeah, uh, dislike. There's not much I really dislike, to be honest. I dislike the fact that I'm turning it on to other people and people not appreciating this masterpiece. That's my dislike. And what do I compare this film to? I compare this film to Parasite. And one of those Cinemax uh, After Dark films. <laughs> remember, remember those old school joints? And my rating? I give this nine and a half. I give this nine and a half balls that you put in your mouth and then you're vajayjay. Hmm, that sounds too vulgar. That sounds a little too vulgar if you didn't see the movie because y'all don't know what I'm talking about and you all thinking other things and that's not what I'm talking about but it kind of is what I'm talking about but not really. So, I give this film nine and a half ropes that's dangling from a tree. Now, go ahead and continue on with the show. All right, so this film starts off, you could tell like it's like a small, poor village and military is in the village and then that's when we meet Suki and Suki you know she's taking care of you know babies and stuff like that and that's when we find out about this village or this group that you know they pickpocket and they do a little stuff like they they basically do unha- underhanded things you know what I mean um what, what do you call it blue blue collar crime is it blue collar or white collar crime I don't know I'm sorry I'm not a criminal I guess I should know this before I even report on this podcast, but fuck it. Um, but yeah, you know, like, you know, just like, you know, your, your typical swindling and, you know, uh, pickpocketing and, and forgery and things of that nature. Part one. So they arrive just, uh, at the house. So we arrive at the house where we meet Nam Suki. And she gets basically the rules for 
becoming a handmaiden because as i mentioned before the count he basically breaks down everything and you know like what what needs to be done and what's the plan and things of that nature suki is given the rules of you know eating leftovers she only can eat the leftovers of lady hiriko hiriko and the tea leaves goes to the kitchen girls and and you know and the soap used soap goes to the stewards so basically you know it's like they everybody gets passed me downs for working there and you know like depending on your lifestyle and most of the workers there they're koreans so we find out earlier on when we meet uh lady hiriko and you find out that she's she has these bad nightmares and dreams and you know and of her aunt hanging herself we find that out and we also find out about about nam suki who was raised by a seller of stolen goods and so she you know came from a family you know of uh, of people who did those type of crimes and i i believe her mother was a was a good thief and she got caught once and she got murdered and they say she died laughing so they said her mother was a g suki nom suki's mother was a g you know she went out you know on point now now one thing about nom suki she could like tell real coins from the fake ones since she was like five years old she learned how to forge stamps and study pickpocketing and you know like she's one of the women that would find the babies and uh when babies are found she will wash them and care for them and you know she you know was part of selling the babies to japan so that's when we after that we meet uh count fujiwara um the guy the fuckboy i was telling you about now he started off a little background story on him he started off as an interpreter uh he bribed his way into translating for high officials and he was korean he was, he was a korean gentleman and he did help japan take control of korea he wants to fully turn japanese now this is the part that kind of threw me off i thought that it was a distinct difference between japanese and koreans that like a japanese person can look at a korean and be like you're korean and a korean can look at a japanese person and be like you're japanese but this kind of threw me off if a person that's korean can learn traditional japanese ways and they can blend in you know what i mean so that kind of threw me off a little bit now i guess that's like someone from jamaica if they lost their jamaican accent and then just you know lied and said that you know they were foundational black american i you know some people might not be able to tell i guess i don't know so his plan was to marry the daughter of a fallen noble and for those who don't know what a noble is that's someone who belongs to a high social class that's like no carters or something like that you know what i mean you know for the entertainment people out there there's people that's like uh or, or the jacksons you know what i mean it's like you would marry into their family you know but they would be like you know wealthy i, I would say jay-z uh, carter knows you know what i mean type of money count of uh, fujiwara plan was to marry the daughter of a fallen noble and after he gets married to her he will adopt his wife's family's name kozuki now we find out about the mansion that lady hitako hitako lives in um, the mansion is built with antiques and books the uncle 
invite Japanese collectors to the to the library to read rare books in the auction off the books in the literature. Now, he loves his books so much that he auctions off fakes. You know what I mean? So like, you know, that's how he gets his money. You know what I mean? So, so everybody is basically swindling to me. So I guess that's where the the, the parasite uh, comparison comes in. But but yeah, so everybody is like, you know, swindling on both sides. You know what I'm saying? The head of the household before he passed, his Japanese wife died a long, you know, died a while ago. Well, actually, the uncle, the uncle wife died a while ago and they had no children. But the dead wife's sister's daughter, I guess she's the the heir to everything and if you marry her you get to hold down everything or own everything so like the big thing is to marry her now the niece performs these book readings like it's like a, a, a very extensive training that she the niece has to go through and what I mean by the niece I mean Lady Hidako so she has to go through these extensive trainings of reading and she it has to be precise and the uncle is very very anal when it comes to how she reads these manuscripts and for Count Fujiwara the plan is for her for Lady Hidako to fall in love with him and elope to Japan and inherit her fortune then declare her insane and finesse her into a madhouse. So Count Fujiwara wants Suki to be his spy to convince her to fall in love with him, then eventually marry him. Now the uncle, uh, Kozuki, is the guardian of Lady Hidiko's fortune. So let's just go in on Nam Suki, the handsmaid, or soon to be handsmaid, handsmaiden just uh like her flaws like she can't read that comes into play uh she's a terrible liar that that kind of comes into play it's kind of funny actually when you watch the movie again for the second time it's funny like that stuff is funny when you watch it the first time it's kind of like okay you know that's an interesting reaction when you watch it the second time, it's like, all right, that's, that's hilarious. And, then, and there's a few things I want to I want to talk about that's going to come into play later on in the story. You got the vaginal balls, which are used for sex and punishment. I'm going to let y'all watch that and, you know, you know, and, and see how that comes into play. You have the rope that the aunt, the aunt that Lady Hidako committed suicide with. Like, they keep that. You know what I mean? They keep that in a, a hat box. <laughs> you know, you know those, you know those uh, expensive hat boxes and stuff like that. You know, so yeah, it's very interesting. Now, when we, when Lady Hidiko and Suki meet one another, it starts off as you know she's just doing her job. Le- uh, Suki, I mean, like Suki kind of like starts off on a wrong foot. <laughs> And no pun intended, because one of the other workers that's from Korea steals one of uh, Suki's shoes. 
And so she's walking around the place with one shoe on and one shoe off, like she's barefooted. So that's where she, that's why, you know, she has to put her best foot forward because the lady Hiriko kind of noticed it and was up with your shoes or whatever the case. And they don't really go into it just yet. And that's, that's going to come up, you know, later on in the play, but there's a bathing scene that started the attraction between the two women. And that's when we see Lady Hiriko, she's sucking on a blow pop. And she's like, her tooth is cutting up against her mouth. And so uh, Suki, she's like, I got you. You know what I'm saying? So she has this little thumb thing that can file down the tooth or whatever. So she's filing down Lady Hiriko's tooth in her mouth so it's almost like a thumb is in her mouth and you know and this is where it gets a little sexual so you know there's some women that actually like take enjoyment from a male organ being in their mouth like they actually enjoy that that's a turn on to them you know what i mean just to have you know the male penis if you will in her mouth you know in, in, in the woman's mouth that's a turn on so her finger, her thumb is in her mouth as she's filing down Lady Hidiko's tooth. And then while she's doing that, Lady Hidiko is like rubbing on her arm. You know what I'm saying? Just instinctively. And they're like looking at each other. It's like they're catching eye contact. You know, they try not to look at each other while, you know, she's like slightly ever so gently going in and out of Lady Hidiko's mouth with her thumb, you know, filing down her tooth. You know what I mean? Then, then all of a sudden, I was kind of like, what is this movie doing to me? Like, I <laughs> kind of, am I supposed to be feeling this right? I never really felt like this watching a, a movie. Only, I'm lying. The only time I felt like that watching a movie, shout out to you, Silas, my cousin. Like, you know, we were watching Cinemax. So we would go to my grandmother's house in South Carolina, Orangeburg. And it would be like, like Cinemax would be on and my grandfather would be knocked out sleeping and out come in with the remote and put it on Cinemax or Showtime because they my grandparents had the cool channels and they would never look at it at night because they'll fall asleep and they slept hard so I would watch those shows and it was one one show I forgot the name of it uh I wish my cousin was on here I, I'm gonna have him on because he's trying to we're trying to do a podcast he wants to do something on Star Wars but but yeah it was like like those little Cinemax shows or HBO shows like Body Chemistry you know what I'm saying? This is this is TMI, but body chemistry. That's what that's when I first, you know what I'm saying, experience shit playing with yourself. I, I'm trying to think of a better word for the shit. I can't really nothing is coming to mind right now. But the crazy thing is that, you know, like body chemistry, I would go body chemistry. I was about to go like, you know, the movies I watched in my grandparents' house and stuff, but but it was sex stuff, but it was like, it was more so funny because me and my cousin used to watch and we'd be laughing and shit. But back, you know, back home when I was in the port and I was a kid, I had to be like 11, 11, 12, and maybe nine. No, no, I was like 11, 12. And um, we used to watch, uh, I, we, I used to watch Body Chemistry. That used to come on HBO. You know, I just, I heard people talking about jerking off and shit. You know, I just never really you know, partook in it, you know what I mean? I said, let me try it, watch your body chemistry. And man, man, oh man, when I got through, I was like, I'm doing this shit till 
tomorrow. But anyway, I haven't really felt anything like that, you know, since I was young. You know, so I'm watching this movie. I'm like, huh, I'm feeling something. You know what I mean? So anyway, it goes on to the next scene. That's when we find out Count Fujiwara, he appears at Lady Hitiko's Manor. And he begins to plan with uh, Namsuki, you know, because that's who he went out and got her for the job. And so he's like, hey, I got these things that I'm doing, you know, like he practices his game in the mirror, you know, like when she walks in the room, he's going to be so astounded at how beautiful she is. And, you know, what I'm saying? just little things he's just doing, you know what I mean? And and, you know, doing things like making her wait for him you know, uh, cold words with the hands made and like fully right. You know what I mean? That means go ahead and, you know, start telling her more about me and trying to get her to, to fall in love with me and stuff like that. Now, Namsuk, she, she eventually starts getting jealous. You know, that, that's where the, that's where, where things start to change. She starts to get jealous. And I tell you this much, the movie is more beautiful to me when you watch it twice. So I'm gonna get back to that later. Now, Namsuki entered ladies, Lady Hidiko's heart when she gives her real game about her mother. Because Lady Hidiko, her mother died, she, she died giving birth. And I think that's what something they had in common, if I'm not mistaken. Suki's mother died early on too. And it was something that was told to her by the orphanage that she was raised in. It was like, hey, you know, your mother was a G, you know what I mean? Like they killed her, but yo, she died smiling, you know what I'm saying? And and it was something that, that Suki shot to Lady Hidiko and it was real and it was from the heart. And when Lady Hidiko was like, yo, my mother died giving birth, you know? And Suki was like, you know, yo, your mother was lucky to have had you before dying. And and she just looks at her, like she grabs her face and it's like, yo, like it's an honor. Don't even look at it as it's nothing. And I think that that struck Lady Hidiko. It was like, yo, like this this chick is, you know, that, that's some real shit. You know what I mean? And, and it changes everything. Watching this film, <laughs> watching this film really like made me want to go back and watch lesbian porn like for real like i was looking up asian lesbian porn straight up being honest being honest maybe too honest that's fine i need the ratings so i'll be honest you know and like this soft lips touching soft lips it was amazing both ways however you want to think it however your brain pictures it it was what it was and it was beautiful all right now Lady Hidiko and Suki's kissing scene, which leads to their love scene. I mean, that was, that was beautiful. It was beautiful because it was all about, you know, Lady Hidiko was like, she never been with a man before. She was a virgin and she didn't know how that felt. And she wanted Suki to show her. And Suki was like, well, I'll show you, you know, and, and she got a little lollipop and rubbed it on her lips. And it was kind of cool because <laughs> that shit that men just wouldn't do, it, it, it was like, it's different. Like she sold her a life, you know, and it's, it's more to it than that because this is the reason why Lady Hidiko kind of like pushed in that direction because she saw the, 
Well, I, I'll get to that later. I don't want to spoil anything. So anyway, or just yet. I don't want to spoil anything just yet. So you have Suki that's trying to teach Lady Hidiko, like, this is what he's going to do to you. You know what I'm saying? This is how this is going to feel. And, you know, she would kiss her. And women kiss differently. I mean, I, I mean, men, I, like, 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 when I kiss a woman, I don't be trying to shove my mouth, you know, on her or anything like that. But I guess it could be a little bit of aggression there versus a woman's kiss. You know, women, you know, I've kissed women and they're, they're more tender, you know, with the kissing, you know, um, especially like I've, I've kissed plenty of women, like there's different races. And I think the, the, the ones that kind of more subtle, I would explain to this film how they were kissing each other would be like Asian women and white women. I probably gathered like, like what, you know, like what, when I'm with black women, we kind of just go at it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like it's like two impenetrable forces, you know, pause. But it's like, that's how the kiss is. It's like, yo, it's like, a, it's it's more so aggressive. You know what I'm saying? I noticed with um, black women, but like, it's more so there. And I, and I noticed that it was kind of, was kind of taken aback. Like, you know, why, you know are, are they nervous? You know what I'm saying? Like refer to the Asian women, the white women, but that's how they were kissing each other in the movie. I'm just bring it up not saying which kiss is better that's not what i'm doing i enjoyed it all but the point is how they were kissing each other in the movie that's how that's what made me think that, that's what i thought about i was like yeah i remember i kissed this asian particular asian girl this way and that's this is how she was kissing me you know or whatever very soft you know what i'm saying gentle and lady hitiko and uh suki they, their relationship gets so deep that when Count Fujiwara gives the code for Suki, which she didn't really want to do, to to push, you know, basically to sell him, to sell him to Lady Hidiko. When that's pushed, then all of a sudden it's kind of like, okay you know i mean she doesn't want to do it but you know it's that time like you know she wants to get this over with because she's starting to have feelings for lady hitiko and so lady hitiko was like yo like i love somebody you know what i'm saying i'm in love with someone else so key is like i ain't trying to really hear all of that right now i'm just i you know i'm starting to get i'm starting to like you too much we need to go ahead and get this over with because i already know how this is going to end they're going to put you in the madhouse like let's just hurry to get this over with type of thing she ain't telling her this but this is what she's like kind of you know expressing like let me go ahead and make this hard sell and lady hitiko was like yo but i love another though and you know suki wasn't hearing it lady hitiko was like yo you still gonna push this dude on me even though i love another so she smacks the shit out of her and that's her thing that's one thing about lady hitiko she's a smacker she'll smack the shit out you you know what i'm saying like rick flair uh, uh uh charlotte flair chops i'll smack the shit out you like type of thing that's just what she is she'll smack you so she just started smacking suki right she's just smacking her you know what i'm saying like bitch how dare you push this motherfucker on me and i'm trying to confess my love to you you know and so she kicks out the room and then then after that we, we kind of go you know to the uncle the uncle is at the house you know what i mean and and the uncle is getting ready to leave for for the week. And he calls Lady Hidiko over and he's like, yo, remember the basement? So, you know, watching it for the first time, it's kind of like, a, you know, like he 
he has honor and you know he's strict he's an anal dude and you kind of watching him you like oh okay maybe she wants her to work hard on her studies you know what i mean because she has to go in there as i told you she has to read out these manuscripts and stuff like that so that's what i'm thinking i'm like all right you know the second watch you know you know so the so eventually lady hiriko and count fujiwara they end up getting married they they run away you know you could tell uh suki is not really feeling that you know what i mean they get married or whatever and then right after that you know they get like some people over so they they, they, they pass the money over to suki you know what i mean and so once they uh, pass the money over to Suki, you know, like showing her the money, like, yo, this is the richest right here. And so uh, what ends up happening is they bring like some, I guess, the their like treatment evaluationists or whatever. I, I totally screwed that up. But people basically to come by to see if you're if this person is even fit to be in, a, you know, in a um, madhouse or a sane asylum. They call it madhouse in the movie, you know um it'll be treatment centers now that'll be the you know the the, the better um uh name for it but back then they just called it madhouse so they're like yo you know they come over to suki suki's like let's hurry we get this shit over with let's put this bitch in the madhouse i'm falling in love with this girl let me get my money and i'm out so the uh people come and they're like yo you know, is she fit to go in the madhouse? Suki's like, yeah. So then after that, you know, they go to the madhouse. She looks around or whatever the case. You hear the women screaming and all of that. And so the people is like, all right, uh, Lady Hidiko, you know, it's time to go. And Suki is like, all right, you know, because Lady Hidiko start backing up, like backing away from them and goes where Count Fujiwara where, where he is and and suki is like shit all right you know you know the people they want you to go so the the, the orderlies or whatever they run over to suki and it's like all right lady hiriko it's time to go he is like yeah lady hiriko it's, it's time for you to so they, they grab they grab suki and suki is like no 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 it's a misunderstanding uh that's lady hiriko and so what happens is in one of the scenes um, well, you don't know that yet. You don't know that yet. There's an art scene where somebody is doing art and they open up some type of royalty badge to notify that this person is of, of royalty. You know what I mean? And it's like a pic, it's like a, a picture or a painting of Suki, but as Lady Hidiko. You know what I mean? And so they're like, so Lady Hidiko is like, what? I mean, excuse me, Suki is like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So she's screaming and shit, and they basically drag her into the madhouse. So that's when we find out this was the plan from the jump. Now, if you want to stop here, I suggest you stop here and watch the movie. But now I'm going to take it a little deeper in the spoiler. This is part two of The Handmaiden. Hope I was saying handmaiden early on. I hope I wouldn't say handsmaid and shit, making up words. Anyway, so Lady Hiriko. So we go back 
in time, you know, not literally, but with flashback, right? So we find out the story and the background of Lady Hidiko. So as a little girl, we meet her now deceased aunt who was uh, looking after her, who's actually her guardian, really. And they threaten young Hidiko. I'm gonna call. I'm, I'm not gonna call her Lady Hidiko. I'm gonna call her Young Hidiko now because this this is her as a little girl. She had to be like eight, seven, eight or some shit like that. So, you know, so they she's known as being crazy. You know what I mean? That's like her thing. And come to find out, they got Young Hidiko. Remember the manuscripts that I was telling you that the uncle Uncle Kazuki had her. Uh, Lady Hidika reading and told her, you know, not not assume that's what he wanted her to do when he was away for a week. Was the you know, don't forget about the the basement. You know what I mean? Like that's where you study or whatever. Well, I thought that's where she studied. But anyhow, come to find out, those were like perverted books, man. It was like books about sexual, like what the difference between the man penis is and the vagina. So they're teaching all of this to, like, they're teaching her young Hiriko body parts which is fine you know what I'm saying I mean you know like you, you know at some point in age you got to teach a young child you know the difference between a vagina and a penis you know what I mean so that's going to happen so you don't think anything is crazy just yet you know but after a while the teachings get more stricter and more perverted and it got to the point where the aunt because the aunt was doing this the aunt was doing the readings and reading the, this manuscript out to the uh, buyers or the, you know, the, the people that, that were there to buy the manuscripts and stuff and the paintings and the books. And it's like, a, it's, it's, you know, cause like, for example, Jade Gate, like they say Jade Gate a lot and Jade Gate is code word for pussy, you know, it's vagina, you know what I mean? Like, when they talk about entering the royal jade gate, you know what I mean? That's entering a woman's vagina. You know what I mean? So stuff like that. You know, a lot of stuff was hidden. A lot of the pictures were very vulgar for a child. You know what I mean? So like, but the, the aunt was doing this. The aunt was reading all of this stuff at first, but then the child would be around. And so that, that shit was getting to the aunt. And the aunt was like, I can't take this. And she tried to bounce. And you know what I'm saying? Like she tried to run away. And then eventually... She hung herself. And then that's when the count was introduced to the uncle, not introduced to the uncle, but the uncle and the count, you know, they they have a partnership because as I mentioned before, um the uncle doesn't want to sell a lot of the books and the manuscripts and stuff like that. So he makes the fake ones. So who makes the fake manuscripts and books? it's Count Fujiwara. He's an artist. You know what I'm saying? And so they have a conversation and they were talking about the art of attraction and things of that nature and, you know, how all the women swoon when Count Fujiwara is around. Like, he's just so great with women. Like, he's like a womanizer. Like, he, you know what I'm saying? He knows, like, when women do certain things, he knows how to manipulate women mentally. Like, he's, he's the player. You know what I mean? What makes him the fuck boy is the fact that he use it. He can well not all the time, but he can use it to no no good, in which he's done, you know, with the story. But 
the but he says that you know it's you know it's only one person that's in this manner on this property one woman that refuses him there's no other woman that refuses him every woman he he could tell you just like from the woman's reaction that he can pull and so the uncle is like yo man like you know is the woman you know like you know my ex you know she's on the property you know what i'm saying he's like yo so you, know, you think you can pull my ex and imagine a dude saying this shit to you <laughs> money said if i gave her the right signal she would knock on my door without any underwear yo if another dude said that shit to you <laughs> your lady if i gave your lady the signal your lady then the signal and she will come knock on my door without any underwear. That's how bad I am. And Buddy knew it. Buddy was like, the uncle was like, and it was eating them up. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. So this was this was this was some interesting shit. <laughs> I'm watching this movie like, wow, <laughs> this this is some cold shit right here. So it, it, you get you get game. You know what I'm saying? The mesmerizing game. I ain't gonna talk about that because I'm gonna use that shit. But. Yeah, yeah. If you watch this movie, check the mesmerizing game. Anyway, so the count he opens up to Lady Hiriko. So he's like, "Yo, this is who I am. I'm not even really Japanese. I'm Korean. You know what I'm saying? So by me being Korean, I'm faking. I'm faking the funk to get where I am, the position where I am. And if you marry me, out you will be liberating yourself from the bullshit. You know of what you got to do here." You know, we can run away together. We'll be good, you know, and Lady Hidiko, and she's not the naive girl that you thought she was. And Lady Hidiko was like, nah, man, like, mm-mm. like, I, I already got a plan. Shit get too rough, man. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna kill myself. And so she didn't say it, but Count, Count Fujiwara, he knew, he knew where she was coming from. And she was, he was like, nah, that's, that's not really a good look. You know, you commit suicide and shit. He was like, yo, I got this little vial. Like, you know what I mean? It, like three drops, it'll knock somebody out. Four drops will put out a horse. You know what I'm saying? And if you take the whole bottle, that's suicide. He kind of offers it up and she's like trying to snatch it from him. And he's like, nah, I give it to you after we get married. You know what I'm saying? Like if you ain't like, if you don't like our relationship, you know, you, you free to do what you like with the vial. So that's what kind of persuaded her to want to get married to him so this this marriage plan was already in the books from the jump from the get-go you know what i'm saying so so you're probably wondering like how did we get to the handmaiden you know trying to trick her into marrying him when the vial of this not poison of of this uh whatever concoction that's strong enough to knock you out or consume too much, you know, possibly kill you or actually kill you. If that's what got the marriage on point, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what what's the other side of it? You know what I mean? How, how did the maiden fit into this? How, how, how does Suki fit into this? Now, this is the thing. This was all Lady Hidiko's idea. Like, she's a master strategist. You know what I'm saying? So she's like, yo, get me somebody who would disappear. If they disappear, Nobody would ever know, and nobody would care to look for them. Grab me one of those type of women, you know what I'm saying? Have her be my handsmaid. I'm gonna get rid of the handsmaid that I have now, you know what I'm saying? And that's when, you know, she's like, well, basically, you know, you're gonna fuck my handsmaid now. 
I'm gonna get her kicked out. And then after she get, she gets kicked out, then we're gonna get the hands made that I need over. That's naive. And then we're gonna flip it on her. Then what we're gonna do is we're gonna send her to the madhouse. I'm gonna pretend to be, you know, they don't know who it is at the time, but you know, so you all know I've been saying the, the characters earlier. Suki, Lady Hidiko was like, well, I'm gonna pretend to be Suki. Suki, we're gonna set uh, Suki up to be Lady Hidiko. But this is before who they did like again they didn't know who Asuki was, you know what I mean. So anyway, so now everything's probably hopefully coming together now. So now, now Lady Hidiko she set that whole plan up, and that's when they get Suki. So and it was a situation where some girls stole Suki's shoes, well one of Suki's shoes, and she's like one foot barefooted, and she had to put her best foot forward. So she's like, yo, you know, she goes around like I told you her thing you know when she was a little girl when suki when our lady hiriko was a little girl she used to go around to smack him motherfucker she would get on the top steps and just smack the shit out you like if you like if you do some shit like like some of the uh the the workers like i mentioned they were korean um lady hiriko she's japanese so you know lady hiriko will be on some shit where she'll hear she 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 speaks uh she speaks korean so she'll hear them speaking you know talking shit about her in korean she'll like you know bitch i hear what you're saying bitch and she'll get on that third step like so she could be taller because she's a little girl she eight years old you know she'll get on that third step be like bitch and just smack the shit out you you know what i'm saying now not to confuse you because I, I think i didn't i didn't jump back in the time period so when count fujiwara was speaking to her and you know saying hey you know i'll give you this vowel if you marry me and you know this that the other you know, this this was adult. This was Lady Hidiko at this time. This wasn't young Hidiko, and I hope I didn't confuse anybody. Another thing was, you know, she was afraid. She was afraid of her uncle because she figured out as young Hidiko, when Lady Hidiko was young Hidiko, that like, hey, you know, when a person, you know, dies of, of hanging, they're supposed to defecate on themselves and their tongue is hanging out their mouths. None of that happened. You know what I'm saying? She didn't, her tongue wasn't hanging out of her mouth and she didn't, her bottom was wiped. So therefore she didn't defecate on herself. So there's something behind that. And the uncle was like, all right, this, you know, this, all right, little bitch, you're getting a little bit too smart for your own kind. So he uh, takes her into the basement. And that's when you hear all little like, like weird shit going down in the basement. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh shit, you know, I wonder what's in the basement. And it's like, do I really want to know? I don't want it to be something lame you know what i'm saying like like the mystery of not knowing what was in the basement is good enough for me it just sounds weird like a little sloshing and shit that's going on and you can see young hitiko's face as just frightened like holy shit what the fuck is that like you know and then and then you know it, it flashes uh forward to lady hitiko it goes from young lady young young lady young hitiko to lady hitiko she was like, nah, I ain't fucking with that basement and I ain't fucking with my uncle. That nigga, you know, he's like, man, we can get away. This is what the Count's saying, you know, Count uh, Fujiwara. So she's like, all right, cool. Long as I can get that vial, if shit get too hot, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and the plan for, if the plan fuck up, I can take this vial and I can kill myself. That's what happened with that. Oh, so <laughs> Lady Hidiko smacking the shit out of people. So uh, what happened was when... Um, Suki got her shoe stolen. Lady Hiko was like, yo, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, who stole her shoe? You know what I'm saying? Going to the other workers and then finding out that whoever stole it. But she's smacking people down the line. She's like, <laughs> like she's go down the line to smack you. And she come back up the line. You know what I'm saying? That's how she just smacks the shit out you. That's her thing. I told you. She's Charlotte Flair. She'll chop the shit out your ass. So then goddamn, um, she was like, yo, uh, you know, who, who stole her shoe? And she was like, yo, you know, and you thinking like, well, maybe she cares about her. No, it's not that she cares. It's that she don't want nobody to fuck the plan up. And you steal her shoe. She just get here and then she get intimidated and she runs away. That fucks the whole plan up. You know what I'm saying? This is life or death. She ain't trying to go in the basement with uncle. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, she, you know, so she's serious about hers. Like, so when she, when she starts smacking you, it's serious. You know what I mean? So anyway, so that's when the Count uh, Fujiwara is like, hey, you know, we can make the plan work because we can't, you know, the person that's going to, that's going to be a handmaiden, that's going to be uh, Suki. So we can't throw Suki off. So basically you're going to have to play hard to get, you know what I mean? And it, and, and the thing is not too hard because uh, Lady Hidiko is not really feeling Count Fujiwara like that. You could tell that Fujiwara kind of feels a little bit for her. And, you know, because that's the only woman that's on the property that shows Count Fujiwara no love. Remember that. You know what I'm saying? That's a big deal. You know, every, you know, most like a guy like that, an arrogant, like a guy like that is going to put most of his attention on somebody who, who gets love from all the women. He's going to put most of his attention on the women that's not really feeling it. You know what I'm saying? So anyhow, to the sex scene, like that sex scene was beautiful. The passionate kissing between Lady Hiriko and and Suki and the sucking of the breasts, you know, and that, that was beautiful within itself because, you know, like women with small breasts, the breasts are real cute. She's giving Lady Hiriko compliments, like, you know, this is what will happen when Count Fujiwara, when he, you know, this is how he's going to suck on your breasts, you know what I'm saying? And then, like, she, she'll, like, you know, uh, demonstrate. And that's where, like, the difference between a woman sucking on breasts versus a man doing it you know a man could be you know a little aggressive and you know there are women that do like that you know what i'm saying but this one is different it's it's, it's, it's more um seductive and you know and, and it's a lot of nurturing type thing and, and so she kind of like sucks on her breasts and she gets into it you know and i'm just like my mouth is wide open i'm like wow with a little bit of drool on the side i mean just like you know like Suki is complimenting how beautiful her vagina is. Like, you know, Lady uh, Hidiko's vagina as she, you know, goes down. I was like, yo, this movie is wild. So anyhow, let me ask y'all this, though. Let me ask y'all this for a second. For people who are into women, you know, my fellas and, and the ladies that love women, how would you feel if in the middle of an intense or, or very very stimulating very stimulating and sexual moment the young lady looks to you as you're sucking on her breast and she says I wish I had breast milk to feed you Jesus Christ God, I shouldn't have said that I shouldn't have put those two together scratch that Jeez. man man I don't know what I would do in that situation that I mean that's 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 a real that's a bar right there, yo. Like I'm suckling on the breast and it's like passionate and heavy, and Shorty's like caressing my head and she's like, I wish I had breast milk to feed you. Now the thing is, if I'm not really into her like that, that could be weird. 
<laughs> I can be a little weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay. All right. You know, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. But imagine, like, you really feeling short. Like, you really feeling this girl. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this there's, there's something about her. Like, you just connect. And you about to, like, you know, y'all about to connect, connect. And then she's, like, holding you on her breast. And she's like, I wish I had breast milk to feed you. That's what, that's what damn Suki said to the lady he didn't go i was like oh my goodness oh my goodness i mean because think about it man i mean you're talking about like if you're really into a woman like that and she says that to you that's just me she wants to nourish you you know what i'm saying that's nourishment you know she wants to nourish you you know with milk you know and and and, and after that it's like shit you know i have to think to myself you know like shit i i, I think we need to start going in toward the direction of, of a relationship <laughs> from this point shit she, she wants to nourish me like i mean the motherfucker might be you bitch might be crazy later on in life you know what i'm saying if you get them a goddamn nerves but at that moment of nourishment <laughs> that that's going on you know and because i mean you could only imagine you know what i'm saying like you know you get around your boys and shit you know and they're like, damn, nigga, you always smell like milk. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? <laughs> crazy, man. That shit is crazy. And man, and the scissoring scene. Oh, man. The scissoring scene was amazing. I love that scene. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that, that, I never thought I would see that in a real movie. I never thought I would see that in a movie. Like, a, like two women scissoring? Like, yo, like, who, like, like, act, like, American actresses wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? American actresses wouldn't do that shit. I don't know. It depends. If the woman is a director, all the women are writers, and you brainwash them, you might, and you brainwash them that it's for women's liberation. In this case, it would be. In this case, it would be. I, I feel like, you know, like, uh, sexuality is, uh, uh, I, I guess, I, it, it, to each his own. You know I mean? I can't make a comment on if it's liberating to be twerking in front of the police because they just got through killing a black person and but the reason why i'm bringing that up because somebody actually said that like that's it's liberating you know to be twerking and shit in front of the police it's my by expression with my body that's ah, a little weird so so it's a difference between that and versus two women a woman who's who uh you know, grew up from the uh, poor side of things and supposed to be tricking this woman to, to be put in a madhouse, but yet, you know, you're, you're falling in love. You know what I'm saying? You have an attraction level for this this woman. And then on the other side, the flip side, you know, you're supposed to be flipping the script on her and putting her in the madhouse, the, the, the handsmaiden, and you're falling for her. And then, you know, and now it's like, that's like the only person you probably ever had these type of feelings for in life this woman that you're going to trick into the madhouse and now you're like like it's almost like a a, a bro handshake you know like one of those uh uh arnold schwarzenegger um what's the boy's name arnold schwarzenegger call weathers handshake remember remember that handshake on commando or was it predator i can't remember it was commando or predator. i think it was predator that awesome handshake so imagine both women doing that while they're scissoring each other that's like a bond that's beautiful and that's art i mean that's where it goes into that's when it goes into expression for me that's when i see it that's when i 
see the liberation. You know what I mean? Especially coming from the side of Lady Hidiko. Anyway, I don't want to expound on that too much. I expounded on that, you know, the scene too much. Anyway, the greatest scene, love scene, was this. All right, let me explain what happened. So remember, I told you guys that the that's when Lady Hidiko told Suki like, "Hey, I, you know, I, I love another." But she was referring to her, and she's saying this after she knows that she's going to put uh suki in the madhouse you know what i mean and she's like i love another and suki is like nah nah you want to your love is for your love is for count fujiwara and suki is i mean and lady uh lady hiriko is like no bitch my love is for you you know and it's like she gets so pissed off and it's like yo like you going on with it like we about to doom you like and i love you like too much like and and you trying to force me to marry this dude like you know nah and and so what does she do i think i said it earlier she smacks the shit out of her i told you she smacks you that's that's when she smacks the shit out you she's pissed that's her last line of defense she'll just smack the shit out you so she just starts smacking the shit out of suki right and she kicks out the room so now at this point you know what i'm saying suki is like you know she's all upset and shit Lady Hidiko, she's like, fuck that shit. And she goes straight to her uh, closet, gets the rope that her aunt hung herself with, and then goes straight to the tree where her aunt hung herself to hang herself. And she drops, she jumps off the tree. And this is the most beautiful scene. I think my eyes got a little watery. My eyes did. I'm not going to lie to you. My eyes got watery. And you see Lady Hidiko she never fully drops and under lady hiriko is suki holding up lady hiriko from hanging herself crying please do not kill yourself please do not kill yourself like she's like holding her and suki lady hiriko is like, what the fuck are you doing here you know what i mean like she's disappointed it's like you know that's when Suki, I mean, she spills the beans like, yo, we were about to put you into the madhouse. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, and Suki and Lady Hidiko is like, shit, you just, you know, like, you really do care for me like that? And Suki was like, yeah. <laughs> and then Lady Hidiko was like, well, I care for you because in actuality, we were going to put your ass in the madhouse. <laughs> and fucking Suki, let Lady Hidiko go. <laughs> hilarious oh god because she was like that bastard you know like she just started cursing lady uh suki she just started cursing and dropped lady hiriko lady hiriko legs kicking and, and she's choking so anyway anyway enough of that enough of the suspense of so of course later on down the line we find out that uh suki got lady hiriko down i don't know how she did that shit but she got her down some type of way we find out and this and this is where Suki became Lady Hidiko's protector because Lady Hidiko had everything on 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 point. So those manuscripts I was telling I was telling you about that the uncle owned and all of that. Man, Suki found out that Lady Hidiko had to like recite all of that shit and she had to read that shit to the people. She tore all of that shit, that whole library. She tore all of that shit up and threw that shit in water and threw kind of paint on it. And you could just see 
Lady Hidiko's face. Like, like this is my hero. This is my savior. You know what I'm saying? This poor girl who I was going to have committed to the madhouse has crept into my heart and saved me from my past, is saving me from my prison, and she is liberating me. And it was beautiful. And tough, you know, for them to go on with the plan because, you know, Suki had to get locked up, you know, to go to the madhouse to continue to plan out. Um, and then eventually, he, Lady Hidiko and the Count, they run away together. And Suki, uh, Lady Hidiko drops the sleeping potion or whatever in his drink. And he wakes up with the uncle's guard standing over him. Because now, mind you, remember, he was gone for about a week and he comes back home with his place trash. Everybody's gone. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's fucking gone, son. So, you know, he was fucking livid, you know? So, yeah. Now we're going to get into what was it. So, remember I told you that Count Fujiwara, he wakes up. And when, when you know, again, I'll kind of elaborate a little bit more on it. The drops of wine, the drops of the potion that Fujiwara gave Lady Hidiko. Uh, she uses it on him to knock him out because they stole all the money and shit, you know, that they had. And, and, and so she's like, it's time, you know, for us to have sex, basically. And she brings the bottle of wine in or, or a glass of wine in. And so, and he knows, like, he, you know, she's trying to, like, fake the funk, like she wants to have sex with him. And he doesn't see the passion. You know, he knows. He knows the passion in the woman that wants him. He's like, shit, nah, you, you don't want me. Shit, I don't want you. You know what I'm saying? I know you don't want me. You know what I'm saying? And then afterwards, you know, she does something that no woman has ever done. She drinks, because he would never drink from his glass of wine. She would drink her glass of wine that didn't have the potion in it, but she wouldn't drink hers. So then he, she basically drinks all of her wine. He wouldn't touch his. He's just trying to like, you know, you know, after a while, it's, you know, she flips the switch on for him and he ends up you know getting sexual with her or tries to get sexual and you could and it's almost like she starts she kind of likes it you know what i mean it's not like she's fronting because her face is the body language is different you know what i mean and, and it's, it's like a she never had a man come up on her like that and it's a little bit more aggressive and you could tell she's turned on by it but it's still it, it wasn't what suki gave her you know what I'm saying? But you can tell she's getting turned on. But while she's doing that, she's drinking the wine that has the poison in it. Right. She drinks the wine and, and it kills her. I'm just bullshit. She drinks the wine with the poison in it and she feeds it to him. Now, that's turning him on because that, you know, no woman's never did that. Like drink wine and then, you know, and basically feed it to him. You know, that could be like, that's like a, if you look at it between Suki and count uh fujiwara it's almost like with suki she wanted to nourish lady hiriko whereas with count fujiwara she's feeding him poison you get it you know what i'm saying so i thought that was that was that was very beautiful very poetic very poetic and then from that point on you know he gets ready he's trying to smash and he was like yeah you know 
you know, women love aggressive sex, you know, and you more more aggressive you are, the women love that shit. And he's trying to tell her, her virgin, like she's a virgin now, like she, you know. So, but yeah, man, and and you know, he ends up passing out and he wakes up. You know, the women they're gone, you know, they, you know, they they they, they done skip town and um Fujiwara, he's <laughs> he's laying on his stomach with his cheeks out. And the uncle, Kazuki, his men, his guards are there. They, they caught up to him. They caught up to um, <laughs> Count Fujiwara. And they're sitting there looking at him. He wakes up and they're just looking at him with the swords in their hands. And he has no choice but just to laugh. And he's like, fuck, you caught me. But he, you know, and caught him with his pants down. You know what I mean? Like, damn, you know, could you get my pants for me? So now he has to go all the way back to the castle. He goes back to the castle. And Fujiwara, Count Fujiwara, he like smokes a lot of cigarettes and he smokes his last pack. And he has like three white cigarettes left, two blue ones. And you can probably guess what the two blue ones are for. So anyway, he goes back to the um to the castle where the, the uncle is and the uncle is there he's cutting his fingers off and every finger he cuts off for an important manuscript that he lost because of lady hiriko and mainly uh suki suki did most of the work when it comes to destroying his uh manuscripts so cuts his fingers off and then we go in the room and we finally see what's in the basement because that's where count he uh count fujiwara is he's in the basement and we look and we see that it, it's a big ass octopus you know big ass that's just big as fuck in a fish in a big ass fish tank that's just big as hell and it's like halfway out of the, halfway out of the tank you know what i'm saying you can't even fit in there they're like i want to say they're um glasses like jars of vaginas mainly penises like like it's like he cuts off he has a thing for cutting off reproductive organs and that's what the room was filled with and that's what he showed young Hidiko, you know like that the big ass octopus that were slushing around in the fish tank and uh, jars of reproductive organs and so he wanted to know from um he wanted to know from count Hidiko, like hey on your wedding day like did y'all did y'all um have sex and you know, so we're telling, he's telling the story of what happened, you know, on the wedding day and come to find out on the wedding day when they had sex on their wedding night. And we know that earlier on in the film, we know that uh, Suki was with them and Suki started singing because I was thinking like, damn, I know Suki blowed, right? Because, you know, this is before, you know, Suki revealed, you know, we found out that Suki revealed everything to Lady Hidiko. Lady Hidiko was getting smashed by the Count, you know what I'm saying? And But it was a fake. It was like, yo, the Count's like, yo, we're going to pretend, you know what I'm saying, that we're having sex to make uh, Suki feel the plan work. And then Suki, you know, from that point of view, we see Suki not really sad. Now, that was kind of interesting. I was like, well, she's, you know, she starts singing. And I was like, oh, maybe she's singing so she doesn't have to hear Count uh, Fujiwara, you know, smashing so but in real time what was really going on lady hiriko it was all a ploy to make he think that oh okay 
the deal is done, the count he's smashing, and so now I get the money. You know what I mean? That's where that's the perspective that Count uh, Fujiwara was thinking. And but you know what was going on was uh, Lady Hiriko she was masturbating, and then uh, Fujiwara tried to get close up on her while she was masturbating, and she pulled out a knife on him. Like nigga, don't get too close. And so she ends up masturbating, and then when she hears Suki singing, her orgasms just grew. Like she just. And I was like, oh, so she's actually singing to give her a good orgasm, you know, to make the trick, the trick, you know, like it's like a double swap type of thing. Like, you know, they're supposed to be tricking Suki thinking that the count is hitting. So she thinks that the plan is done. She can get her money. But in actuality, Lady Hidiko's orgasm. So, yeah, man, I, you know, it was it was very cool. I want you to check the movie out. I'm not going to go too into detail i know this is very detailed and very long by the way It'll be a long podcast but anyway i hope hopefully you all enjoyed it and so what ended up happening after the uncle you know was trying to you know get more information about uh lady hitty goes you know basically uh getting her cherry burst because that's the other thing too lady hitty used that knife to cut her hand and let it stained the sheets and they think that that was her her losing her virginity let me make it sound more clean yeah so her losing her virginity but actually she just cut her hand she's still a virgin from the perspective of a male perspective like she no male has ever penetrated her so count he's with the uncle and he tells the uncle like yo man you know i'm not going to tell you what how you know how detailed and what happened you know what i mean like that's my marriage and my wife no man is gonna go around bragging how he had sex with his wife you know what i mean like that's weird you know what i'm saying you don't do shit like that so yeah so the count he checked the uncle and the uncle was like well i'm just gonna have to take your dick you know what i'm saying so he cut he cuts off uh uh the count's uh, underwear and he gets like some shears getting ready to chop his dick off to put it in a jar so that was it everybody uh yeah so you, you're gonna have to watch the rest if you want to know what happened after that so but i did get this though i did get that the count did want to save lady hidiko i really feel like he had feelings for her because that's the only woman that didn't look at him the same it didn't have the passion behind her eyes two women actually it's two women her and also uh suki now suki never really looked at like he would do like little sexual shit to suki you know what i mean and, sec- and, and suki would like you know just berate his ass be like yo man don't, don't ever you know do this to me you know what i'm saying like he would do a little shit and you could tell like suki was like turned off by that shit like she was turned off by him well, yeah, man. So that's it, man. I want you to check the movie out. Tell me what you think. I know this podcast was long, but hey, hopefully it was good. All right. So you all enjoy. You can find this podcast. I mean, find this podcast. Well, yeah, you can find me at Critical Blue Reviews, Critical with a K, um, Critical Blue Reviews on Instagram, uh, Critical blue reviews on twitter critical with the k of course and critical blue on facebook all right all right folks i actually spent the time i was supposed to be sleeping 
you know, doing this podcast. We'll be sleeping, getting ready for work. But, you know, I'm here doing this podcast for you. So show me some love. Pass me around. Please don't make me stay awake in vain. All right. All right. All right, folks. You all. Oh, man. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. And also, too, man, uh, rest in peace, Betty White. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. And rest in peace to the legendary Sidney Poitier. Yeah. All right, folks. All right. So you all enjoy. And until next time, one.